Hello, you guys, and welcome back to episode... Sorry if you're wearing headphones and that hit you in the... Back, yeah, welcome back, girl. I have a guest, and to many people's surprise, is my dear friend and business partner, Miranda McKeon. Is that how we're referring to ourselves now? I just wanted to make it known that we have a business. Yeah. 2023 it sounds so cool coming out to be like my business partner you should see if you could just visualize kayleen and i sitting in the corner <laughs> of my room like with no real setup we're faced towards a chair like face towards the wall crouching over this mic as if it's like we're about to kiss literally we're like <laughs> leaning over this mic probably look at the way that the um volume it's, is, is going mad at us it's it's like being please too loud? stop yelling into this poor poor $90 microphone that Kayleen doesn't know how to work. I'm about to braid this thing for the next 60 minutes. I know, I'm really excited. This is so silly to be on here with you. We have our, let's just set the scene. We are in the corner of Miranda's room and we have been doing, actually we've had a really productive day, doing some business stuff mm -hmm. and getting smoothies. And we both have our Stanley cups in hand, and we are both sipping out of our straws. So eventually... And, and now we both have blonde short bobs. Yeah. We're slowly morphing into the same. I know. I know. And so if Stanley Cup wants to be a sponsor of the podcast, I know we're only three episodes in, but Stanley, listen. <laughs> Stanley, listen. I've got a deal for you. Stanley, listen. I love you. And I'll talk about you on the pod. If you don't already have a Stanley Cup... This is not sponsored, as I just made very Use clear. Use code 20 uh, We just started 20 Influencing. <laughs> which is a brilliant segue <laughs> to our episode today, which I have not only alluded to, but I have openly teased in the first two episodes because I think it's a little bit ingenious. And this episode is called, well, I guess you guys have all read the episode title by now, but uh, does everyone want to be an influencer or are we projecting? And... It's a brilliant title. I really it like it. It makes so much sense to me. Because it's a social dynamic that I'm very curious about. And so I'm going to ask Miranda to do a little introduction into herself and okay. who you are. A lot of the people that follow me know who you are. Okay. And so can you give us like a little bit of background into your own influencing career? How did you get to influencing? <laughs> How have you grown yeah. into the title of influencer? How do you identify with it? Okay. Yeah, and just give us a little rundown. Okay, so I have so many thoughts on the influencing portion of this, but I'll hold them. Bef okay, I'll introduce myself. My name is Miranda McKeon. I am friend to Kayleen, and I am also an individual outside of that. I am 20. Somewhat. I'm kind of an individual. Uh, I'm 20, and I go, I'm a junior at the University of Southern California. You know what I actually really don't like when people that's the first thing they define themselves by is where they go to school. I want to stop doing that. And they're so great. I'm going to rewrite that and I'm going to say, I'm 20 years old. I started acting when I was young and I did a little bit of film and TV. If anyone knows the show Anne with a knee, that's the, that's the name of the game for where my, I don't know, I guess my internet presence started out with. It has a huge fan base and so a lot of people, like comparable to like that of like Riverdale or stranger things and they're all kind of like they had crossover episodes like when people used to make fan edits of me which is a fever dream in itself they would be 
like it would be like me next like kj appa and i was like what who do you people think i am i'm like nothing and why are josie are pie you, i am josie pie season four is coming soon don't listen to her <laughs> if she tells you <laughs> that season not four canceled. is not it's coming soon they just wanted to give everyone a few years to decompress exactly so the lies are lies um and what happened after that i went to college and then basically i started posting i'd say as like an influencer once kind of a weird transition and i didn't mean it to happen this way but i got cancer last summer and started sharing very vulnerably authentically showing up online in ways that i hadn't before it literally made me want to shit my pants every single day like fully like poop 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 my pants because it was terrifying and I was letting people in on my life in ways that yeah made me want to crawl into a corner and never come out and live in the abyss unfortunately that's not realistic so I kept on posting and then it kind of transitioned over like once my life was a little less focused on cancer I started posting like now I'm on TikTok guys just follow me I'm really trying to start this shit up so head over there and started posting like fun girl stuff like my hair and outfits get ready with with, get ready with me see I still am like not good at this stuff but I'm trying and how I identify with influencing is um I do have trouble with that word because it has such a negative connotation but it's beginning to not and for me I, I grapple with it because it's really turning into a career thing in a way. I signed with a social media manager probably, oh, actually a year ago. Oh, wow. So I've been working with my manager, Haley, for a year, and it's been one of the most fun things that I've ever done in my life. Granted, I'm fully like part-time. She knows I'm a student. I'm not a full-time influencer. It's not my livelihood, and that you'll see that on my page. But it is something that I want to continue to do in the future as something that will be part of my monetary income, and that's really fucking crazy to say but it's something that I have dreamed of for the longest time like when I was little I wanted to make YouTube videos but was like so scared about it but it's becoming a real thing for me and I really love doing it even though it's just kind of a silly thing that I do now because I don't really rely on it but I started taking my social media seriously probably like a year ago for Instagram and six months ago for TikTok and that's what has happened and you can just go see that on my pages and I don't know what you'll think of it but you'll think something and that's none of my business because it's your opinion and it doesn't matter to me Amazing. but I hope you like it please I'm like, but follow it and comment on my most recent post <laughs> thank you please engage with please me. engage with my content me I'm like Sunday questions drop your questions for you, but really for me. So I can write back. Exactly. And we can be friends. Exactly. <laughs> create a community. Creating a community. It's going to pick that up in the most horrifying, horrifying tone. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I could go back and forth about my own experience with taking my social media seriously. So I'll give a little note on that because I started Kale with Kale when I was a senior in high school or going into my senior year of high school. And it started as a food account, like purely just posting about my recipes, meals, and then started kind of getting into fitness content, posting my workouts. 
and then eventually got into upon developing the eating disorder and then entering eating disorder recovery it became kind of a mental health page and obviously has transpired from there to being a number of things it's really hard to kind of pin down one aspect of my account I feel like I just go wellness account I feel like that's what it is so I for a long time was just like posting stuff that was pretty standard of somebody who would have like a regular main account like I had my account that I'd had since what, like fifth grade and then started this account in high school and was pretty casually posting on it. Pretty socially acceptable, I would say, to like have that kind of account at the time. It was socially acceptable, but no one did it. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one did it. You're like one of the only people in town who has another account. You're, you are like the only person in town. First of all, this is giving small town vibes and it <laughs> is, but you're the only person in town who's had a second account and has kept it going for as long as you have and had it blossom into something that's actually really part of you. No one has done that. Wow, I've never thought about that. Yeah. But I guess you're right. It's a fact. Also, for anyone who's confused how Miranda and I know each other, we went to, we grew up in the same town. We grew up in the same town and we're like friends in like different, like grade or like middle you're friends in like fifth grade middle school for a little bit and then high school like but our relationship has blossomed outside of that in ways yeah. that like we have our we live in our own little bubble sometimes it's a scary um manic world <laughs> that we live in because we're in love we're in love it's a scary manic what's the word we were using over the summer simulation no like it's like not realistic well it is it is realistic it's it's truly magical but some of the things that we exchange ideas etc are if people heard us say them they would be like okay these two need to calm down a little bit we're like okay just book magic is that's the thing we have our private conversations but then the things that we present that come out of it like i.e our business that's coming you'll be like wow that's awesome right but then we're also like all right in four years book me in your calendar for for milan fashion week exactly (laughs) then we're like don't tell anyone we said that so i might cut that out (laughs) (laughs) But so I have been kind of like similarly use the word grappling, Miranda, like grappling with this kind of role of having a following on Instagram. Obviously, it's not this like huge following, but it's a pretty dedicated community. Like I feel like I have a good relationship with a lot of my followers, even the ones I don't know. And I was kind of for a while like I like the idea of influencing whatever that job entails. I like the idea of connecting with people and constantly getting to do my own thing on my own schedule. So from a very objective standpoint, influencing seemed like a really fun job. Like, I mean, you do it and it seems like so much fun. You have your own schedule and you get to engage with people. And of course, there's a number of downsides to doing that. And of course, there's trolls and people that are going to judge you, even though that's like we say, none of our business. But I have this theory and we've been discussing it today that everyone wants to be an influencer. And when I say everyone, I know some of you were like, I literally have no interest in being an influencer, which sweeping generalizations, of course, not everyone actually wants to be an influencer, but I do think that everyone wants to be vulnerable on their account and show the most authentic version of themselves. But I think a lot of people don't know how to do it and how to get there. And that's why we're often in awe of the people who do. And it feels like that's the minority is people who are like really showing up on social media and showing themselves, showing beyond the kind of like highlight role a lot of people talk about. And so my theory around everyone wanting to be an influencer is that I find all of these people 
making second accounts to post maybe it's their recipes to post film to post like even like even like think of like if you want to think of the origins like we're 20 now to frame this in our generation but if you look at the way that people posted in high school they would be like oh like for the for the guys oh my god this is a good example like even for the guys they'd be like oh look at a girl's visco like that's where she really posts like how she wants to post that's where she's going to post the pictures that she feels confident in maybe they're a little more scandalous maybe they're selfies maybe they're outfit pics but it's like go to a girl's visco to really see her go to a girl's instagram to just like see how she wants people to see her and I think that's a good comparison because that was like the start of everyone having like this alternate hub online where they posted the way that they wanted to now like you said like girls will post like their film or like some people will post their outfits I'm on girls private stories well they're where they will do Christmas hauls or like different stuff that's fully influencer but I know they have like 15 people on the account like why don't you just post it and that's where we get into the thing of like whoa what's holding you back completely i'm just even thinking about it like i so brandon is i worked did kind of like a consulting job for this incredible life coach marta brummel and if you don't follow her you totally should she's incredible but one of the parts of my job was recruiting ambassadors to then work for the brand. And I thought it was so funny because a few of the ambassadors that I recruited were people from our hometown friend group who, if you've been following me for a while, you probably know we have like a group of 10 and we're so close and they're all just ridiculously amazing people. So naturally a life coaching situation, I was like, I would love to get my friends involved. So a few of my friends did it. And one of the things the ambassadors had to do was take over the Instagram for a day. And I was like in awe of the way my friends <laughs> showed up on this account. They're like going through their whole day and it was like such an influencer. But you can tell they're like having fun with it too. They're like, Hey guys, I'm going to be taking over this Instagram account for a day. Let's start at how I start out every morning. And you can tell there's a little glimmer in someone's eye when they feel like it's justified for them to be making those videos versus when they're just doing it by themselves. And that's what I think a little bit what we're going to get into today is like give yourself the self-justification. No one's, you can't live life waiting for someone to tap you on the shoulder with a magical fucking stick and say, you're the chosen one. I'm sorry, but that fairy, I wish it existed. And it sounds really glamorous and brilliant, but it doesn't exist. And even if it did, it's probably not going to tap you because you can't wait for someone to choose you as important or outgoing or special special to, to show up in the world as if you are those things. No one else is going to do it but yourself. Yeah, if you like wanna... if you want to sit in the corner of your room and make a podcast, you can. I'm not I'm not saying that we're like really cool. That's why we're making this podcast. We're literally just sitting here and you can too. It's not that big of a deal. It's amazing because you're so right. People like private story and I think especially with TikTok, it's become a thing like people will be a public account on TikTok and then make little videos and they're like I think there's a little wish of hope in all of those videos where they're like what if what if this goes viral? Yeah, and then and, and then when they do, they blow up, and the next day they're like, oh my gosh, I never expected this to happen, but like, get ready with me again for blah, blah, blah. And then they start doing it once they get the validation. Because they've been tapped by the magical fairy. But, but, so to speak. 20 million times out of 10, people do not make those videos in the first place, or they private story, or they make the separate account, and they're afraid to integrate that with their real life because like, now do we want to get into trolling? Because trolls exist. Trolls are scary. And the but way... they're so boring. Like, 
they're so, so boring and even so more i think more than people getting trolled online it's more of the real comments in real life that hit me like someone can comment on a video that i make and like i'm at this point i'm like fully posting all the influencer shit online that you would expect yeah. People can comment once in a while and be like, you're so ugly or something. That kind of comment is like, what are you other than like kind of being funny on my page? I'm like, silly little troll. You don't mean that. Yeah. Also, maybe you're jealous. Yeah. Why don't you come up with a better one? So you're really not my problem. It's more the problem of like what I am dealing with in my personal life, which I'm not sure is relatable if you haven't started this kind of thing, is people being like, oh, so glad we have an influencer on our trip to document it because who else would be taking those videos? And some of them feel like a dig or like, oh, Miranda, are you going to do a get ready with me this morning? And I'm like, oh, God, like, yeah, I was going to, but now you fucking trolled me, so I won't. Real life trolls. Real life trolls that are like some of your friends. Passive trolls. Passive trolls. Trolls that don't even know that they're trolling and they hurt your feelings. Yeah, it's because there's a little troll inside of them. I think they're jealous because they want to be an influencer too. Or am I just projecting? But I don't think I'm projecting. I think there is an ounce of jealousy and not to say that because I think I'm literally anything. I just think I would do the same fucking thing. If one of my friends started posting the way that I'm posting now, I'd be like, oh, are you going to do a get ready with me? Because I want to do it too. Like, let me. And that's, again, like, do you want to chime in on this or should we get into the spotlight effect and how no one really fucking cares about what you're doing? Let's get into that after, but I want to expand on the everyone wants to do it because it literally fulfills this, like, childhood need to not only be special or feel special, but to just be like so playful and it's easy to show up as yourself. And of course, if you're gonna influence and try to be someone else, it's gonna suck and it's not gonna be easy and people are gonna be able to see through that. But it's so fun to turn on your camera and sit there and do a get ready with me and actually be yourself because then any validation you get from that, it's not like, oh my goodness, I love you and you're being someone that you're not. It's like, wow, thank you so much for sharing this. You're amazing, I love your energy. Like the best compliment is when you show up exactly as yourself, you allow yourself to be seen and someone else says like, wow, you're so beautiful. You have incredible energy because you've actually let them see so much of who you actually are and you've captured your essence in your ability to influence and share content with the world, which I think is impressive. But yeah, you're completely right. Like people are making fun of influencers. I have gotten to the point where I follow a bunch of people obviously from my hometown and whenever there's a few people I follow that we both follow and it's clear that they would be interested in pursuing the influencer route (laughs) and I'm always like I hope they succeed like this is amazing I am gonna shamelessly say if I could get paid to twiddle my thumbs on my silly little Instagram account and podcast and talk to you guys I would literally be thrilled and I'm not ashamed to admit that I don't It's funny because I'm like, would I call myself an influencer? I would. Would you? I don't know. I mean... I think you are. I would... I like... I don't mind the term. Like, I don't mind being like, oh, I think it's... Honestly, I think of it the same way I think of the phrase carpenter. I actually think you are way... I think in a lot of ways, you're way more of an influencer than I am. Hmm. Expand. You work really hard and consistently and have created such a beautifully tight community on your page that they know exactly what to expect of you and you have not compromised your values really ever 
you show up exactly how you are, like, on Kale with Kale and all of your advice and all this shit, like, I'm sure it was terrifying to do in the first place, but now you show up as yourself. I have to constantly, this sounds like I'm comparing, but it's a separate thought. The amount of times, and this is speaking on the point of authenticity and how far that can get you, the amount of times that I have to pivot and go, wait, I just started doing a behavior because I saw someone else do it that I like, but I actually realized that this is not my strength and I would be better served spending my time getting good at what I'm actually good at or what I actually like or what I actually feel like I can offer to other people. And now it's this constant game of like, oh, I see myself falling into this behavior. Oh, wait, that's not productive because that's not authentically me. And I'll tell you from firsthand experience, authenticity first of all is rewarding because like Kayleen said you don't want someone to like you for something that you're not that's just not ever going to serve you in the long run also the times where I've been most vulnerable and authentic online is posting about cancer and people I know for a fact obviously there's an air of people wanting to follow that story because we're all wondering like what does it mean to have cancer like what is that really like so you follow because of that but I guarantee I gained so many followers and created such a strong community on my page doing one of the scariest things I've ever done but because people are so attracted to vulnerability and authenticity that's a fucking fact and it will stand the test of time over and over and over and over again and that's what we're seeing is like trending online right now too with all these the influencers who are posting like also we can talk about this the influencers who are getting really big right now are ones who are talking online when i first signed with Haley, she was like miranda i love your page love what you got going on you need to start talking and communicating with your audience you cannot expect to post photo montages once a week and have people know who you are if you want to okay so if you want to gain a following it sounds stupid but if you want to gain a following if you want to create a community you need to let people know who you are and that's again so scary you put yourself at risk for failing for embarrassing yourself for looking stupid for getting judged by others for I mean we can get into it but it's this quality of saying here I am world and I want something once you start posting online you're literally saying I am a human being who has a desire and we are so inherently embarrassed to say that because because what if you don't get it and then and then people can watch you not get it people can watch you post a video and it get 12 views and they go oh my god that's so embarrassing but really they say that's so embarrassing and then what do they do they go pour their morning coffee and they go think about themselves and la di da for the rest of their life and they don't really give a shit about you and they're not looking at you and you know we just touched on 30 different things so let's bring it down Okay, we're going to break down. So let me give you guys a little bit of insight into what it's like being friends with Miranda. She literally drops these bombs of wisdom and like they have phrases. Like I don't even know if you make them up or if they're actual phrases that have come from somewhere, but phrases or quotes. Like I've referenced her on my last two podcast episodes because she's just a beacon of wisdom. Okay, I also harp on certain concepts. Like we'll talk about the spotlight effect a little bit in this one. This should also be a different episode, but the spotlight effect is like the big one. I think we should talk about spotlight effect. I also want to talk about the concept of a vulnerability hangover, which you are big on. I also, there was something you said that I wanted to expand on, which was... I'm a human and I want something. Yes. I, when you said that the other day and you were like, I, here I am world and I want something from you, I 
it like struck me in the deepest and most jolting and best way because it was like once you put words to that feeling of insecurity when you start putting yourself out there it's like oh okay I can see it now I can see what the dynamic is I see where I stand within all of it now I relate to it differently because I feel like if I can say here I am world and I want something from you and then you get there you accept that the next step is and I'm gonna live even if I don't get it and I'm gonna keep trying if I don't get it the first few times because it's important to me it's because I want to do it and we get so scared like you post one vulnerable TikTok and it doesn't work in the first five minutes and you delete it. Five minutes? You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I've done that. Five minutes. It's really amazing. Like sometimes I'll post something, a story or or a response to a Sunday question and within, if no one responds to it within five minutes, I'm like, everyone hates me. They think I'm horrible. Did you know what I started doing? I started, okay, so I post these blog posts and they're my golden nuggets. That's the thing I'm most proud of. And when I post a fucking promo for these things no one fucking responds and I get six probably really heartfelt comments and then people really like they perform so underwhelmingly well in contrast to like me posting a selfie and I started literally asking people online I was like if you read these fucking articles and you like them at all just please drop me a comment or else I don't know if I can keep doing it do you know how fucking lame that is I'm literally asking people for validation and in one, on the one hand, I'm like, that's vulnerable. And so it inherently works because people do start doing it. But also like, shut up, Miranda. Just post the fucking blog post. You know that it's going to get no likes. Let it get no likes. Fuck you. Stop doing this. It's annoying. Did I show you the video of Avril Lavigne the other day? No. She goes, it's somebody asking Avril Lavigne like how she would define herself as an artist. And she's like, Everyone wants to say they're punk, but it's so much more punk to say you're not punk when you really are. (laughs) And it's so much cooler to drop something, like a blog post, and then act like you don't care about the comments when you really care about the comments. Like, it's the same concept. I feel like, like, I drop a blog post, and I would love to be like, fuck it, I did that for me. But then when no one comments, I'm like, oh my god, why would I do that? Yeah. Like, I, Avril, and I were on the same page when she talked about being punk rock. Also, if you haven't seen that video, it's really funny. Okay. She's, like, such a little troll. Sorry to any Avril fans. I love her. She's great. But it was just the funniest video. But it's Avril's similar. punk. Just let it go. Avril's punk. But she doesn't want you to know she's punk. And I care about if you guys read my blog posts, even if I act like I don't. Exactly. <laughs> even if I say, read this if you so please. Read my silly little blog post. I also use silly little to demean just everything I do. My silly little job, my silly little blog post, my silly little article that I wrote. Oh, I wrote a silly article. Check it out if you guys want. No! Literally. What should I be saying? So proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. I think that there is a balance you can strike when you're speaking to the greater internet of being like, wrote this, super proud of it, check it out. But also, like, that was good, right? I think that works well. Hey, guys, I wrote this. I'm super proud of it. And check it out. (laughs) Yeah, so if you're in Scandinavia and that's how you would like to begin your influencing career, please, please pursue in that exact tone. Uh, Okay. It's so good, though. Like, it really is fun to acknowledge. Because what if, here, guys, let's think about this. 
let's all come on everyone come in gather around we're all coming together and we're gonna say it's not embarrassing to put yourself out there on the internet no no especially it's really if not. you're that's being something yourself that's something I feel like I haven't been I feel like I've been emphasizing how I don't practice what I preach but most of the time I do we're creating an alliance right now between everyone here you don't make fun of other people who share themselves authentically and vulnerably on the internet the people listening to this would never i know you guys are good eggs how about this let's talk about alex earl if there's a social phenomena a social phenomena if there's ever a time to start posting however you want let alex earl show you that like you can because she literally started this new wave of like anyone being able to post to get ready with me the most casual video she's an everyday girl who's just like vlogging and and there's something on the internet right now that's going fucking crazy about the mundane the ordinary the everyday and i just think the culture is changing and you better hop on it if you want to if you don't want to be an influencer again people will listen i don't to think this. they would have listened for this long if they didn't yeah. want to I'm curious, though, because there's so many lessons here you can apply to other areas of your life. Yeah, it's true. Like putting yourself out there in the workplace, putting yourself out there in school, joining clubs. There you go. Putting yourself out there in your social life. There's so many mechanisms through which you can use these lessons to apply to your life. Like, even if you don't want to be an influencer, some people inherently have no interest in sharing themselves on the internet. They're really private people. They really don't want it. They're shy. They don't want to do that. And that's totally fine. We're not saying that everyone has to influence or that everyone actually wants to. But I think there it just is jarring how many people start these photo dump accounts and they're like, gonna spam on here. And it's like, why wouldn't you just post that on your regular account? And the reason is because... What are you so afraid of? Well, they're afraid of the fact that, and I've experienced it and I'm sure you have too, you have this option to either post on the account that has, what, 1,500 followers, most of whom are from your past, so like middle school, high school, camps you went to, so people who don't know this evolved version of you. And you're like, well, they're not going to be comfortable with, again, like my last episode, they're not going to be comfortable with how much space I'm taking up. So I'm going to start a new page and tell them they're allowed to follow it if they want to, so that only people who have agreed to me taking up this much space, both metaphorically and also on their feed, are following me. The, The first thing about that is that First of all, when you start the new account and you say, follow if you want to, maybe 50% of them do, that's still an overwhelming amount of them who are like, yeah, I want to follow because everyone wants to see what everyone's doing. Second of all, if you really think about it, yeah, most of those people who are following you are from your past. And so then there's a way to reframe it and go, so maybe there's only 20 people on here that I really care about in my everyday life. All right, can I handle 20 people seeing this? Probably. Yeah. And that's because other people don't really exist. They're numbers online. And again, use, use the use the anonymity. Is that the word? Anonymity, anonymity of the internet to your benefit. And also the expansiveness of it. Like someone goes on the internet, not only do they see you, they probably see at least 40 other people in the 3 minutes they spend going through Instagram stories, scrolling through their feed, which is so overstimulating in the first place. Miranda's literally doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting on the ground. I I know, I'm like sweating too. But there is, again, that element of anonymity is you can use to your advantage. Also, I was going to say, like, like you said, like some people listening to this don't want to be an influencer at all. Maybe you're a person who's like, I don't even want to be connecting with a lot of people in my life. Like maybe you just need your small pack of friends. Let these lessons of vulnerability, like 
let you show up better in the five relationships that you do really care about and want to nurture. You don't have to be some like, that's the other thing, you don't have to be some some big, outspoken, outstanding, expressive person to be posting online. Do you know how many people post online and are like, soothing, just like frankly boring and people love it? How do you think Amber Chamberlain got big? By doing fucking nothing and by being like every other girl and having like pretty mundane things to say. She would sit in her apartment and be like, I don't wanna see anyone, I'm gonna color. So watch me draw this watercolor, half-assed, ugly sunflower. And do you know what everyone did? They ate it up. They they literally ate it up. That's also something I wanna talk about because I feel like everyone has this misconception that you have to have this super special narrative. It's like how people think they can't write a book unless they've had some immense tragedy, gone through a natural disaster, had a kind of coming of age story. That's not true. I think that so many of the people who just are quote unquote ordinary could come forward with the most amazing stories. And you don't have to have some really structured narrative of I was an addict and then I got sober and (laughs) now I'm the shit, you know what I mean? You can actually just say, I've lived a really normal life. I was really happy with my childhood. College was great. I loved my education. My job's awesome. And I just got to a place where I wanted to start sharing elements of my life with the internet. Like it doesn't have to be this amazing kind of, I don't want to say sob story, but I do think a lot of people, like, even with my story, associate me with, like, oh, well, you had an eating disorder, and then you had a mental health kind of thing, and so that's your story, and it's like, sure, yeah, but in the grand scheme of 20 years, those are a lot of the things that I've learned from, but just because they seem monumental in what I talk about, you could do the same thing. Like, you've gone through enough experiences that you've learned from to share your experiences with the audiences that you want to open that up to, You may think like, oh, I don't have the money to buy clothes to post the videos that I want to be posting. Well, then embrace your fucking niche. Maybe you're in college and you're like, I'm in college. I don't have money to buy clothes. So let's restyle my wardrobe four different ways. And girls in college will be like, hell yeah, I don't have money to buy clothes either. And I hate that everyone puts pressure on us to have all these things. So just explore your strengths. And that takes time too, is like figuring out what is... Not that you even have to have a thing, but like you are enough just as you are is really the message. Yeah. And you can show up as you are and it doesn't even have to be for like views or likes or following or community. Like maybe you're just trying to get over the hump of like posting a video just to like let it live on your account so that you can watch it back. Do you know the amount of times that I do that is like make montages of my friends just so that I can watch them and send them to my friends and go, look, I made this for us. And then it's a little, like, capsule of our time in maybe a lake house or ski trip. Exactly. Even, like, what makes a lot of influencers seem quote-unquote special is the fact that they're open enough to share these things. It's not like you're special and then you begin to influence. It's like you influence and then people are like, wow, that's cool. That's really cool that you opened up this channel for me to see a different version of you or for me to see more of you. People from your past will come back and be like, wow, look at you now. And and not even in a malicious way. It's just cool. People will be like, wow, I've been been following you. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is the girl who I used to sit with at lunch in middle school, which is funny. And same thing with, I want you to talk about the spotlight effect because I think a lot of people's hang up with posting openly is like, well, what are people going to think? And I think you and I are lucky because we're both kind of like, fuck it. I don't really care what other people are saying about us. And I don't think people are saying a lot, to be honest, but I don't, you and I both, I've never 
concern myself with like, do I post after 7 p.m. to get optimal likes? Oh my God, no. Like always have been interested in kind of pushing the envelope on social media. Yeah. First, I think we need to talk about the vulnerability hangover because this is a real thing and this is what is to be expected. And that's when the spotlight effect comes in handy to combat that. And the a vulnerability hangover is when you post something vulnerable and then you have an emotional hangover and you go, I sold too much of myself. This was embarrassing. People know who I am now. My heart is on the line. Like It's like the, the fear and the dread of letting someone see you as you are. It's one of the most terrifying things ever. And there is a hangover expected with that, especially when it comes to posting online. When I post a blog post, especially when I'm at school, and then I have to go out the next night, and I know that some of the frat boys at my school have clicked on that link and read about me losing my hair or me being in medically induced menopause, again, extreme examples, I have a vulnerability hangover and I go, oh my god, I'm mortified. They're going to think I'm broken, ugly, unlovable, undesirable, and they're not even going to look at me as potential for a friend, for a companion, for a love interest, for a crush. My world is over. This is what goes through my head. And then here's the flip side of this. We have this really magical tool, which is the knowledge of the spotlight effect. The spotlight effect I learned about in psychology, and I don't know who came up with it. It's not important. It's probably some old white man, but it basically says that we think that the way that we perceive and think about ourselves is the way that other people do too. And if you think about how much you think about yourself, I wake up in the morning, I think about myself, I go to sleep, I think about what I'm going to do the next day. When I'm trying on an outfit, I'm thinking about how it fits my body. It's, it's all day long, it's me, 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 me. And in your head, I guarantee it's you, 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 you. I'm not going to sleep and thinking, huh, like I wonder if my mom will wake up and feel motivated for the day because I know she has that appointment at 12 and then will she be hungry does she need to get food afterwards like that would literally be so strange and so the spotlight effect is realizing that no one is actually thinking about you because they're all fucking thinking about themselves in the best way like it's so freeing when you realize that nobody is perceiving you and in the best way nobody cares about you because they could even look at you for a second and say they see, say you post a TikTok and um, your TikTok is a vlog of your day. And they think, this is a cruel person, first of all, who would ever be saying this. Maybe they go, that's embarrassing. And then they scroll and they see a video about dog eating a bag of Cheetos and they laugh their ass off. And then they go on with their day. Like that's, that's all that's going to happen. They maybe think one thought about you for 0.5 seconds and then they go on thinking about themselves. So that is all to say that we post something and we think, oh, I have 100, what, I have 1,500 followers. I'm about to stand up and pose in front of 1,500 people that I know. That is not how social media works. 
probably not that many people are seeing it. And if a lot of people are seeing it, they're probably not really thinking about it. And the internet is a powerful place and you can be really seen on there. But for the most part, no one really gives a shit about you. And I revel in that every night. I was going to say, it's such a relief. Like, it's not disheartening that people don't care. And, of course, your parents, the people who love you, are probably thinking about you more than a random follower is. But that's because they're thinking of you because they love you and because they care. The people who don't give a shit about you probably think of you for maybe .001 second a day. You posting that video and the dog eating the Cheetos that they laughed at, those two things hold probably the same tiny amount of weight in their brain and in their consciousness because they literally think of those things and then immediately go back to thinking of themselves and of course there's these constant flashes of things we perceive throughout the day but most of our day is spent perceiving ourselves and I'm being redundant because you just said all of this no but no it, it's such a I relief could hear it. I need to tell myself this every single day and it still doesn't feel like enough sometimes but that is my biggest superpower in combating vulnerability hangovers fear fear of being perceived, failure, embarrassment, trolls. I think also for anyone who wants to start influencing, and we keep using influencing, people who want to start just like posting more openly or more authentically, sharing more of themselves with their platforms, like the amount of people that reach out to me every week and say, hey, I really want to start a blog. I really want to start a blog. Can you read my blog? And it's amazing. It's so exciting to see this kind of becoming a more popular thing to share yourself with the world. But I really want to give all of you guys that want to do this a vote of confidence and saying, like, acknowledge your limiting beliefs. So, like, my limiting beliefs, for example, might be everyone's going to think that I'm annoying for sharing all this stuff. People are going to think it's embarrassing. People are going to think I think I know everything. Yeah, people are going to think that you think that you're the shit. Yeah. What happens if that, if they look at you and they go, she thinks she's so cool and so awesome that she can post these videos? Say, I'm so sorry that you're hurting inside. I'm so sorry that you are not allowing yourself to take up space in this world and that you're taking my we can both shine. My biggest fulfilling my life purpose and my life happiness as making you smaller because it's not. It's not. It's not making you smaller at all. It's not making anyone smaller. Of course, if you're having if you're like an Andrew Tate and you're going to like belittle people, yes, you are making people feel smaller. Yeah. That's not cool, and you shouldn't be an influencer. But again, Miranda said you guys are all such good eggs, and I know that that's probably just a joke to you guys, and none of you would ever belittle anyone. But it is everyone can have – I mean, Emma They're Chamberlain talked about – slice of the pie. Yeah, she talked about that on episode. She's like, eventually everyone's just going to have, like, 10,000 followers. Everyone's going to have, like, 15,000 followers, and – people are just going to have their personal followings and you're just going to go to the people you like. Yep. And so it's the same concept of it's like there's true. room for everyone. There is so much room for everyone to shine and it's going to be so much more fun. Guys, I know we're forming this alliance. How much more fun is it going to be to open your phone and go on Instagram when everyone's being honest and open about their lives? It's going to be way more stimulating, like in the best way. And going to be, I mean, probably you should not spend too much time on there if everyone's just sharing every single thing about their life but right it is a really cool thing to think about a future where people are like really really vulnerable and honest online and you can find people who are telling stories that resonate with you this is my version of a utopia that's a movie you're not you're not on tiktok right no it's like this sound it's like i want to go there 
I want to go there. I'm trying to think if we haven't hit on any other points. If you guys want to know, I went through a death while Kayleen was talking and my press on nail fell off, so. I was really confused. I was like, did you get a text or something? I went, she, she's literally in the middle of like a genius rant. I'm like, oh, <laughs> why did you make that sound? My press on nail fell off. I, we talked so much about influencing and now I'm going to do something that I found on another podcast. Ooh. And it's. Is it a it, surprise? It is a surprise and I didn't plan it until okay. now, so. Okay. There's this podcast called Skinny Dipping Diaries with Kayla Rose, and she's amazing, and they do this thing. You would love this podcast. She's incredible. But you do this thing where you own your shit, she calls it, and okay. I don't want to copy that from her, so we won't call it that. We won't give it a name. But the whole process is, like, you say what you're working on right now, like, what's something you're challenged by, and, like, where are you at right now? What's one thing that you're just, like, dying to work on, dying to work through? Okay. Because I- then people hear it, and they're like, oh, my God. I'm also not perfect. Can How exciting you, is that? Can I give you two? You can give me as many as you want. And they're specific to me, so I don't care if anyone relates to them. One is that on the topic of influencing, I was telling Kay that I watch a lot of videos and spend so much fucking time on TikTok thinking that it's literally going to help me make my own videos, and it will never because watching isn't creating. Um, and it's honestly squashed my journaling practice, which is literally my, my life source. And so I want to work on that. Also something I talked to Kayleen about today, cause I had therapy today is the fact that I like try and manipulate my therapist into thinking that I'm really smart by telling her how I've already solved my problems and it wastes time. What I really need to be doing is telling her the little mundane things, even if they don't seem that big, because I already solved my big problems, but, like, telling her that, like, this really annoyed me, or this hurt my feelings, or I felt shame about this, and I'm wasting time in therapy by, like, trying to get the approval of my therapist, which is something that I think everyone does. We can make a whole podcast episode about it, but those were two things that I was, like, ugh, I need, I want to do this really bad in now. Like, stop doing that or start doing this. Yeah. I want to start journaling again. I also want to start journaling. I have not been doing the wellness practices that I typically rely on. Like, I've been skimping on breath work and meditation. I guess that's... How dare you? I know. Sinner. Sinner cards. Lazy sinner. You're so stupid and worthless without breath work. I'm going to put a beat behind it. It's like... Stupid. <laughs> Miranda and I, the other night on New Year's Eve, like two minutes after 2023, we were clearly delirious. Oh my god. And we're god, standing what outside we of Miranda's house. It's like literally raining. And we're like, 2023. 2023. Nobody knew what they were signing up for when they opened this podcast earlier today when you were like, I asked Miranda if I was, we were were listening to my podcast together. And I asked, I was like, do I sound like this in real life? Because I sound very like muted and, um, this is how you talk. Monotone. This is how I talk normally. Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi guys. But Miranda's like, no, you're way more animated in person. So I feel like this is probably more so. Yeah my this tone. was so fun it felt very natural so fun oh natural oh natural i'll do my owning my ship i am what are, what are you owning 
I think I'm just being more, I want to be more patient with myself and more compassionate. Like, I'm going through a season of being really exhausted, you know? Like, I keep saying I'm sleeping a lot and I feel weird. You are. Yeah. And I'm a tired girl these days. So I think just being patient with myself and especially going into lacrosse season and being, like, honest with my coaches and my teammates and myself about how I feel is going to be a challenge, but I'm excited. And also, with lacrosse season on the horizon... I want to remember, like, it's easy to lose sight when you're so zoomed in on, like, how important lacrosse is. When you zoom out, you're like, oh, okay, it's not that deep. And that's what I want to keep sight of. So. Dude, I don't know how you have that perspective, like, while you're in it. It's crazy that you've even, like, made this other sustained, sustainable life for yourself while many people in this phase naturally, because it's such a difficult thing to do, completely identify with their college sport. And I think it's a big mourning process once it's over. Yeah, it's amazing. That's an episode I want to do as well. I now have rapid fire questions for you that I was typing up while you were owning your stuff. Oh. So it's really fast. I just wrote them. Okay. Favorite color? Pink favorite podcast oh um i love how i built this with guy ross so good so good favorite movie the peanut butter falcon everyone should fucking watch this movie don't be a little bitch it's a good recommendation watch it cut that out that was rude they're gonna be like she's so demanding and they're gonna love it you can leave it in okay i'll leave it in. i'm like now that you give me a compliment yeah. you can leave it in <laughs> compliments are expensive dream dinner date compliments are expensive dream dinner date i want to if i'm in la where i go to school i want to go to olivetta you know one time i went on a date with a guy and i made him take me to olivetta and then he paid for drinks and i picked up the check i'm psychotic he's now in an alley in los angeles thanks to miranda (laughs) no it turns out he's a whore but that's none of my business (laughs) he's in a dumpster in west hollywood (laughs) If I'm in um, New York, it's going to be my dream date. Not to sound like this, but it would be Carbone. Who would be your dinner date, though, at Olivetta? Jason Bateman. I would do anything. Jason Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman or Young. um, Who's the man in the holiday? Jude Law. Young Jude Law. I would go with Jason Bateman. Or Young Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, my God. No, I'm not a Leo girl. school crush. Should we send this to him? Yeah. Miranda's school crush. You're like... Just someone antique. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's not antique. Um, God forbid any of them see this. I promise you no one in USCT <laughs> is listening to my podcast. That's so, okay, Jason Bateman in LA. I would, Jason Bateman at Olivetta, let me harp on this, would be a dream. He's I could, fucking 50 years old. He's perfect. And he's actually ah. aged so well because he's been on TV since he was like, well. Like fine wine. He has like a fine we wine. We have crushes on him and it's bad. I... Just look at him. Just look up Jason Bateman, or a highlight reel. Look up Smartless and listen to Jason Bateman deliver jokes, and you will lose your mind. I don't care what your sexual orientation is, you will lose your mind. This man's perfect. You're gonna say, I wish, I wish he was my dream date too. Yeah. Do you have a different dream dinner date in New York? Yeah, Carbone. With who? Jason Bateman? Probably. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Celebrity crush. Oh. Come on! <laughs> Jason Bateman. Um, no, I want, like, a younger celebrity crush. I'm like, about... is an Olympian a celebrity? Oh, my God. Guys, I'm on the Olympian side of Raya, and I can't get off of it. I'm alluding to my I Olympian actually... crush. 
I have an Olympian crush. We both do. Whoa! I'm like, dude, if my Olympian crush... I think this will be good. Leave it in. I'm going to leave it in. I don't think he's listening. But if he is... Don't don't edit this out. I won't. I really won't. Okay. Favorite brand? (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Favorite brand? Because I've been shopping at... Or for abroad, it's been at Aritzia. I know that's basic, but... Or you guys should check out this place called um, Source Unknown. Oh, I like that brand. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to leave with the podcast people? Miranda will be back. Do you want to answer those questions? Oh, sure. My favorite color. What do you want to ask them to me? Yeah, so it's less, like, embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, that's what... This is the kind of trolling that would happen. Exactly. Oh, she's asking herself questions. That's embarrassing. And then you're like, wait, what are her answers? Okay, favorite color. Blue. Knew it. Favorite podcast. Right now, it's Smartless. Okay. It's just so funny. Movie? 22 Jump Street. Ah, such a good choice. Or, have you seen Simple Favor? No. I love that movie. I think I have, actually. Dream Dinner Date. Jason Bateman. (laughs) At, literally at Olivetta. Okay. Or... Should we double date him? Yeah, we should. Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. We bring Will Arnett for the comedy. Stop! Like, I don't want to go on a date with Will Arnett, but I think we would have great banter. Before he had a receding hairline, like, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. Okay. Celebrity crush. Right now, it's really Jason Bateman. Okay. But I also love... She also has an Olympian crush. I have an Olympian crush. I have an Olympian crush. In case he maybe accidentally skipped to the end and then now here's this. Yeah, in case he was like, let me listen to the the last two minutes (laughs) and just see if she's talking about me. Well, I am. Oh, I am. Brand. Free people. Oh, love that. Right? That's a good one. I wish I had more questions. I'm going to do this to every guest. But Miranda will be back. I promise you that. She's actually going to Rome on Friday, right? Roma. She's going to Roma, so if you want to follow along with her Italian adventure, please do. It's going to be so cool, and if you don't already follow her content, it is my favorite thing ever. I really mean it when I say there's only like 10 people on the internet that I actually actively consume their content, and Miranda's one of them, not just because she's my friend. That's really nice of you. Oh, it's true. I mean it. I actually really mean it. That's a high compliment. Especially to the people you're among. It's like you, Tinks, Bria... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know who you follow. Yeah. So that's low. Thank you. So you are one of my favorite influencers. And how lucky am I that I get to have such a special human being on the podcast. She's also been on other really cool podcasts like Mad Happy, if you want to check that out. True. Um, I don't know if you're so animated on that podcast. I don't know. I I was at the beginning of my journey. I've done one recently. Actually, if you guys want to listen to something really mental, we did one together, and that's one of my favorites that I've ever done. Oh, fun. That's a good name for a podcast. Really mental. Okay, we're just bantering now. We're going to go have some fun, and it's 5 p.m. We're going to pursue our day, the rest of our day. We'll see. We have to go to the Aritzia outlet. Um, Thank you for having me on. It's always a joy. I'm so blessed. I really mean it. I'm so I'm so happy because we won't be together for a while because I am going away and I'm happy that we get to sit at this mic because the next time we're going to do it together is summer. Think our summer is going to be in summer. Thank you for listening to Sunday that. questions. <laughs> so good. I can't leave